the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Uh, Chairwoman McDaniel, how often does the border come up in the campaigns that you are helping across the country? Uh, I'd say it's a top three or four issue. It depends on which state. If you're in Arizona or Nevada or Texas, it's a a, a number one issue. I think people are horrified that the Biden administration has let the border be unsecure. And the big issue I think people are talking about is the drugs, the fentanyl that's coming across. Everyone I know or everyone I talk to has come across somebody who's been impacted by this fentanyl crisis that is ravaging our country right now. And especially this new rainbow fentanyl has a lot of parents concerned heading into the, the Halloween holiday. Yeah, indeed. They're going to have to check their kids' candy very, very close. I can't imagine the kind of malice it would require, but mistakes get made. And boy, that would be a deadly one. So Chairwoman McDaniel, I have always said, I say again and again on this show, whenever I show up on Brett Baer's show, the issues set for Republicans are inflation, crime, the border education in that order, then China. I tell everyone, don't vote for a single school board member about whom you are not absolutely certain that they will keep schools open and masking voluntary and who will not campaign against woke. How big is that last issue, even though it's not typically a federal issue? I see it now showing up in conversations with campaigns and candidates. Oh, it's a big issue. I was just in California uh, campaigning for Scott Baugh and Ryan Marriott in Orange County. And the big issue I heard about all across the the state was the school board races. Uh, And in Michigan, it's a big issue. I think a lot of parents, especially in the lockdown states, not as much in the states where they were open, where we had Republican governors like Florida and Iowa and, uh, and across the country. But the lockdown states like Michigan and California, Nevada, it's a big issue, school board is, because I think parents finally realized the impact on, on these kids and the, and the power that these school boards had to shut our schools down and mask our kids up. You've got to give me an update on my friend Scott Baugh's campaign. Scott, I have known for probably 25 years. He's up against Katie Porter, who is a liberal left-winger from the University of California, Irvine. She's got a sweetheart deal from UCI to keep her house. She has attacked the police in Irvine. She is an yeah. odd person. How does Scott feel about his chances in my old home? You know, I think he feels good. You know, Orange County, we flipped two seats in 2020. We want to make it keep flip four or flip two more to keep get four this cycle. Um, Scott's running a good campaign. As you mentioned, Katie Porter, not only is a professor, but she writes books and then forces her students to buy them. So she's making money off of her students by selling her book. I mean, she really is a terrible, terrible candidate. She's got a cash on hand advantage, but Scott is working really hard and um, the Senate, the House committee is coming in and supporting him. So he's got a chance. 
So, Chairwoman McDaniel, I want to talk about the Senate. Uh, You've been unsuccessful, as I have been, in persuading the former president not to attack Mitch McConnell, who does a great job. But that's not your problem. I want to talk to you about the Senate races, which are most competitive. Ron Johnson was just on, and Ron Johnson feels pretty good. Uh, Adam Laxalt is ahead in Nevada, according to the latest polling. I think Joe Day is coming up. Tiffany Smiley coming up. I think Herschel's in great shape. And I think Oz is actually ahead of Fetterman if we adjust for the bias in the polls. That looks good to me to put the Senate back in Republican hands. Same with you? Yes, it does. And I said this in the summer when, you know, there were reports that the Republicans were DOA on the Senate and the polls showed us out of reach. And I really felt like those polls were intended to suppress investment in our Senate races. And I held calls with our top investors saying, do not walk away. The polls are going to tighten in the fall. We are in a, a good position to take back the Senate. It's going to be neck and neck up until Election Day, so everyone needs to go support these candidates still so they can stay on TV. I would say um, Blake Masters can win. He needs support. Uh, And Ted Budd is another one who can win. But we need to keep them on through the finish line. And when we talk about the issues that matter, we win. And then when we contrast with their candidates who are very pro-criminal in their policies, cashless bail, let's release the prisoners, people like Mandela Barnes and Fetterman, Voters really don't like that. Well, Raphael Warnick is just as liberal as those two. Uh, We've got the three most radical Democrats ever nominated by their parties in Raphael Warnick, John Fetterman and Mandela Barnes. And I don't believe it sells in America. I do not believe cashless bail and non-prosecution of violent crime is a a starter. It's, It's absolute. It's nuts. And Americans are afraid to be in their own homes. Oh, exactly. And and then you see, uh, you know, these criminals looting stores, small businesses, people who put their life and and their savings and everything into building that small business. And these politicians who are just fine with uh, these stores being robbed in broad daylight, getting rid of our police departments. You know, we the RNC put together a seven minute reel of all the top Democrats calling for defunding the police from Nancy Pelosi to Kamala Harris. And now they're trying to backtrack. But their, their rhetoric and their policies have already done damage. Crime is up across the country because of what they've done. Our police departments have been ravaged. They can't recruit. And as a result, our communities are less safe. And I think the American people are done with it. And they are, their eyes are wide open as to what this woke, progressive movement means. It means your communities will not be safe. I think they're also done with the media, Ronna McDaniel. By that, I mean legacy media that does not report. They are giving Mandela Barnes, John Fenneman, Raphael Warnick, uh, uh, Cortez Masto, Patty Murray, a pass on the filibuster. They all want to kill it. Maggie Hassan wants to kill the filibuster. It's radical. They want to expand the Supreme Court. That's radical. They want up to the end of uh, pregnancy abortion. That's radical. They want to count by race and limit the uh, upward mobility of Asian Americans via the the imposition of caps on their admission. It's a radical party, but we don't see that. Instead, we see articles this morning about how the Supreme Court is moving to the right. It's not. It's actually just going back to the Constitution. Exactly. I mean, imagine, Hugh, if Republicans were running on getting rid of the filibuster, the media would be going nuts because when Donald Trump mentioned it when he was president, the media went haywire. Okay, so... They're fine with it if it's the Democrats. They're not fine with it when it's the Republicans. I think we should keep the filibuster. I think it's important, and it slows down um, legislation and gives time to create bipartisanship. But it is crazy 
the media how biased they've been towards the Democrats. And let's just not talk about the radical proposals they have. They've already done radical things. The student loan forgiveness that they did instead of sending money to help with the kids who have deficits coming out of the pandemic. And then the 87,000 IRS agents. That was their priority. Not getting more police on the street, not getting more border agents. They had an opportunity to fix the problems they're pretending that they want to solve right now, and they didn't. Instead, they got 87,000 new IRS agents. Uh, Ron, I want to talk about that. They they have hired 87,000 new IRS employees. They're not all going to be agents, but we get the point. But that was a choice. And the president's decision to spend $400 billion was a choice. But it's an unconstitutional choice. No one has the authority to do what Joe Biden has done. The largest single expenditure of money in the history of America by a president. Does that come up? It's just so unfair. It's picking winners. But it's also so wildly unconstitutional. Well, I think when you put it in contrast with what they could have done, then voters get really upset. When, when moms hear that nine-year-olds nine are reading at a 30-year low and doing math at a 30-year low, when we know we have absenteeism at a 70% high chronic absenteeism, or we know a million kids didn't show up to school at all last year, and the Democrats caused that, and instead of saying, how do we help the kids we left behind, they said, let's give a cash grab to people who've already graduated from college. You know why? Because they can vote, and five-year-olds can't, and nine-year-olds can't. It shows how wrong their party is and how wrong their priorities are. And they give lip service to a lot of issues. But when they have the reins of power, which they have, Senate, House, and White House, they have, when they have the reins of power, they aren't fixing anything that the American people care about. Gas prices are high. Our inflation is up. Crime is up. The border's out of control. Drugs are coming across our border. And our kids have been left behind with their catastrophic Democrat failures. Uh Chairwoman McDaniel, where do people support the Republican National Committee? Where do they go if they want to contribute? GOP.com. We can use all the support you can give. They are outraising us, and we're trying to make sure we have all the resources to win on Election Day. GOP.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.